Well, hello. This is a Locked On NFL podcast, and I am Matt Williamson. I am at Williamson NFL. I am at WilliamsonFootball.com. I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. Um, a couple news and notes. Tomorrow, I will be going to the Steelers facility for the first of, I think, like 18 trips down there over the next month or so to broadcast from minicamp. I'll be doing three-hour shows from 10 to 1 Eastern. This week will be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I think that's the same for the next couple weeks. One of them I know is four days a week. So that'll be a little busier. Maybe I'll have a nugget or two from you guys down there, and I'll be you know, rubbing elbows with some people in the business and maybe find some things out during this slow time. But it'll be fun to actually see football and see a team fully assembled. You know, the rookies will be there, and they'll be practicing right in front of us. We'll be interviewing guys, all that good stuff. Um, what I've been working for, working at on my site is I've been doing an eight-part series of over-under win totals, you know, giving you like 250 words, 300 words on each team, schedule breakdown, some of the stuff I got from Warren Sharp last week, uh, going division by division, why you should bet the over or under on every team by division's win totals. Um, seven of those eight teams are posted. I'm finishing up the NFC West, and then I'm going to have to come up with a new project. And... One thing I'm thinking about doing, and it leads us into today's show. Well, before we do, I think later this week I will do, you know, just, you know how we always do the over-under shows. I probably will give you an AFC one and an NFC one and just give you a couple sentences live here on the air, sitting at the bar chatting with me, having a, having a toddy um, of why I think I'd go over or under in the AFC versus the NFC. And we'll probably do that here on the Locked on NFL podcast. Um, but today's show leads me to what I might be doing next is over the weekend, you know, I mean, I'm surfing the, the web and looking at all the different sites out there, football sites, and just finding reading material, of course. And two sites posted a very similar article was CBS Sportsline and Pro Football Focus. Uh, remember we said Mike Renner on every Wednesday? By the way, he's on The Bachelorette. How crazy is that? Um... Good for him. I don't watch the show, but good for him. I mean, we all talked every Wednesday. I hope he wins. It sounds like he's turning into a big celeb. Um, Now, what was I saying? Anyway, those two sites, CBS and PFF, both did an article with their top 25 dudes under 25 years old. And so I'm going to give you my top 10. I'm going to read off their list, steal my favorite 10 names collectively from those two lists, and there are some big hitters like Odell and Wentz that didn't qualify, you know, that are just a little bit too old. And football outsiders, when they put their almanac in, they always do 25 guys under the radar, super young, that they think might break out. I mean, they go a little deeper than these dudes. I mean, these guys are like, I mean, the, the two articles that I referred to, CBS and Pro Football Focus, have like Ezekiel Elliott and Stefan Diggs. I mean, like guys that are already broken out. But I'm thinking about doing my next writing project for WilliamsonFootball.com as one breakout player for every team, you know, and that leads you to young people, of course. Um, so without further ado, I'm just going to buzz through these two and um, just give you the, their, the, the list that they provided, and then I'm going to give you mine. You know, just some, some, a lot, as you can imagine, a lot of prominent names in this league that are 25 and younger. Bears, Jordan Howard. This is CBS's list. Jordan Howard, 25. 
Stefan Tuitt, who I'll be seeing tomorrow, 24. Kendall Fuller goes from Washington to the Chiefs. He's 23rd on their list. Carl Lawson, an edge pass rusher I like a lot. The Bengals is 22nd after his rookie year. Jack Conklin is 21st, right tackle for the Titans. Jared Goff of the Rams, they have it 20. This is CBS, remember. Yannick Ndokwe, great pass rusher, poor versus the run, 19th for the Jags. Um, the Browns, Miles Garrett at 18. Let me stop real quick because Miles Garrett is not on my list because I don't think he's just done enough. But this time next year, he might be number one on my list. I mean, I, I'm that high on the guy. So I am not going to have him in my top 10, but I respect him as much as you can respect any prospect young dude. They then have Hunter Henry at 17, DeForest Buckner of the Niners at 16, Ryan Ramchek of the Saints at 15, Deion Jones, linebacker Falcons at 14, Diggs, who I mentioned, 13, Kevin Byard, great young safety, Titans, he's number 12 spot for CBS. Brandon Cooks, on his third team already, he's only 24 years old, that's a little bit crazy. He is at 11, Tyreek Hill is at 10, would you rather have Tyreek Hill or Brandon Cooks? Hill's a little scarier. Uh, Landon Collins, a safety at the Giants, is at 9 for CBS. Mike Evans, still only 24. He came in the league in 2014. He's, Mike Evans has been around for a while. He's still only 24 years old. He's number 8 on the from the Bucks, obviously. Kareem Hunt at 7. Zeke is at 6. Jalen Ramsey at 5. Marshawn Lattimore at 4 after a great rookie year. Alvin Kamara at 3 after a great rookie year. Joey Bosa at two, Todd Gurley at one, coming off close to a MVP type of year. They have a just missed the cut group here too, and I wanted to talk about these guys for a moment. Ruben Foster, he's almost in that Miles Garrett category for me, that if he's on the field, he does a little more, he's probably going to be top five. Allen Robinson's just not had it done enough lately, but clearly could be in this conversation. Marcus Williams, safety, Saints, really, really good rookie year. T.J. Watt and Juju Smith, Schuster. I'll see those both tomorrow. Um, I could, I don't disagree that neither is. I just, I don't disagree that either is a twenty-five, top twenty-five guy. That's fine with me. Chris Jones is a really good player. Dan, Daniel Hunter, Miles Jack. Miles Jack's a stud, by the way. I, I may have him higher on this list. Amari Cooper, and a little bit of shame on you for Amari Cooper. I mean, Amari Cooper should not, I'm not giving on CBS for this. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm getting on Amari for this. Like, Amari, you should be a top 10 guy of under 25 dudes at this point. I mean, it's all there for you. Take advantage of it. Deshaun Watson, just haven't done enough. Leonard Williams, Trey Turner, James Bradbury, Keanu Neal. So that last group, again, that was CBS's just missed the cut type of deal. And there's some really good young players on that, that list. Um, Pro Football Focuses, I'll buzz through this a little bit quicker. But here are their top 25. Ronald Darby, who CBS didn't mention, he too has been around the league for a while and on his second team, he's an eagle. Um, Hunter Henry, 24. I think he's going to have a blowout year. Ryan Ramchek, Kevin Byard, a lot of the same names, of course. Marcus Mariota, I don't think CBS mentioned him, but Jameis Winston, don't think they mentioned him either, and I can understand that, but um, go back to my quarterback conversation on Friday to talk about those two. Jack Conklin, who I mentioned, Tyreek Hill at 18, Yannick Ndokwe at 17, Leonard Williams at 16. He was he was just a 
can't miss or uh, just miss guy for CBS. Uh, Diggs is at 15. Chris Jones is at 14. It's pretty high, but I think he's I think that's deserving. He's a really good player. Kareem Hunt at 13. Gurley at 12. Again, he was one for CBS. Um, Mike Evans at 11. Again, he's crazy young. Kamara at 10. Zeke at eight or at nine. They have Garrett all the way up to eight, which. I don't think there's a wrong place to put him because he has flashed greatness. I just haven't seen enough to say you're better than Bosa Ramsey, whoever, you know, so he, I, he stayed off my top 10, as I said, but again, he very well could be one this time next year. Marshawn Lattimore was six tied with Tredavious White, two great young corners. Deion Jones was five to Forrest Buckner at four. Wow. That's pretty, pretty high. Landon Collins at three. It's pretty high. Ramsey at two Bosa, at one, that was pre. That was Pro Football Focus's list. All right, all right. So here comes my list of the top ten players under twenty-five years old when the season starts. And again, this isn't where they're going to be or projections or I think this guy's more valuable than him because he's going to be great and. You know, because then Miles Garrett would be right top of the list. But he just hasn't quite done enough yet to be on the list, so he's a perfect example. Speaking of which, I want to mention something. When I did that show Friday, I kind of put lumped quarterbacks into tiers based on their age. Kind of like an age group situation. And over the weekend, I took it a step further and I wrote an article and I broke them down into different age groups defined my age groups and I did it like in a college setting where everyone drafted everyone older than Aaron Rodgers and Alex Smith were in their doctorate program everyone from Carr and Garoppolo's draft year to Rodgers and Smith's were in the master's program the incoming freshmen were the guys haven't played yet you know obviously the Rooks Darnold and those guys and then I had that that group of young guns in their undergrad program, you know, the the uh, led by Wentz, you know, the guys I've talked about, Winston Mariota. But I urge you to check that out. If you're not a subscriber, just peek on it anyways. Go check it out. I bet you want to. You'll bet you want to subscribe because it was a really fun way of breaking down quarterbacks, as opposed to who's better, Marcus Mariota or Philip Rivers. One of them's been in the league twelve years longer than the other. You know what I mean? So I broke them down against. You know, their age groups, kind of. Their experience level. Anyways, Williamson, shut up. Let's start, t- start telling people about your top 10 under 25. I went with Leonard Williams higher than either one of those sites. He was number 10 for me. I love his game. And I don't think he's gotten a lot of help around him lately. I think he deals with a lot of double teams. To put him as a truly great player, I guess I'd like to see more pass rush. You know, more disruption from the interior. But I think he's capable, and I think he's really good in all areas. You know, I mean, is he? He's certainly not Aaron Donald, but he's a really good player, quality, um, and I think he keeps getting better. I thought he came to the league pretty raw. I mean, kind of just bullied people without a lot of technique, and he gets better and better that way. Mike Evans is my number nine. I don't have a lot to say more about him. He was a little disappointing this past year. The whole offense was in general, especially when Winston was out. But again, I mean, he's only 24. That's bonkers. He came in the league in 2014 with guys like Jarvis Landry and Odell. And I mean, he's done a lot in a little amount of time. And he's 
seems to consistently getting better, even though, like I said, last year was not his finest performance statistically. A guy that absolutely keeps getting better year after year and is so built for today's NFL is Deion Jones, the linebacker for the, the Falcons. I mean, the speed, the range, the coverage ability. Sure, he's not 245 pounds taking on guards in the hole all that well. But the style of defense they play in a dome, you know, running laterally, flipping those hips and running with tight ends, chasing down running backs on, you know, runs away from them. Jones keeps getting better and pretty sure Pro Football Focus has him as their best coverage linebacker in terms of their numbers. I mean, I still think Keekley is better. But, I mean, he's in that conversation now at a very young age. I mean, he's really come a long way. Another guy that's absolutely improving and... I mean, I've mentioned all these guys early in the show, but is is Buckner, DeForest Buckner. I think he has some Calais Campbell to him. Powerful, gigantic hands. You notice about DeForest Buckner? He can, you know, a 12-inch ruler. If you set it there on its edge so it's standing straight up, he can pick it up with one hand. Like, somewhere out there on the internet is a picture of him basically palming a 12-inch ruler. I think his hands are like 12 and three-eighths or something like that. That's craziness. That's Andre the Giant stuff. But he uses his big hands, long arms, length, all those things very, very well. A absolute foundational player for the Niners. And Niners defense has a few of them. I mentioned Foster. I really like Jaquiski Tart. You know, we'll see with Thomas and Armstead if they improve. The secondary's got some younger guys. So I like how that team's going. Um, so Buckner was my, I had Williams at 10, Evans at 9, Jones at 8, Buckner at 7, Kamara at 7, um, and actually I went three in a row here, you know, I went, Kamara at 6, I'm sorry, I went Gurley at 4, Elliott at 5, Kamara at 6, and I didn't group them together on purpose, it just kind of ended that way, the four I like, I like a little bit ahead of them, and the guys I liked below them were below them, but Who's the best football player out of Gurley, Elliott, and Kamara? Kamara's body of work's the smallest, obviously, and I don't think his yards per attempt and uh, percentage of times he gets in the end zone per touch and things like that are sustainable. But he has some rare traits. I mean, the burst, the ability to catch the ball, his balance is great. Elliott, I don't know if any of you guys watched, um, what is the name of the show? The, the, uh, All or Nothing. And my buddy Keith Cosgrove for NFL Films is involved with that. I'm going to have Keith on the show at some point. Um, but I urge you to check out this past year when they documented uh, the, the Cowboys. It's an Amazon Prime show. And I thought Jerry Jones had a good point, and I often don't say that. But Elliot had so much on his plate this past year with all the suspensions and accusations. I don't think we saw his best football, but it was still pretty darn good. And I expect him to take a step forward as a receiver, as Gurley did last year. As a pure running back, I think Elliott's the best of these three. Gurley's clearly coming off the best season. I think a lot of that was scheme-driven. You know, I mean, that's not taking it away from Gurley, but he was aided a great deal by getting him in space. He's not a power back, but he's not lacking in that area. You know, he's not a space back. I mean, well, he's more of a space back than a power back. But he's he's a do-it-all great player. Um, but the Rams recognized that and ran things through him and gave him all sorts of opportunities, and the passing game sure helped. And Again, it sounds like I'm cutting on Gurley, but he was my top guy of those three. The three guys I had ahead, had ahead of them, you could probably figure it out by now, 
I just think are better football players right now than those three running backs. And I have Bosa at one, I have Ramsey at two, and I have Lattimore at three. Maybe the Lattimore one surprises you, but, dude, he's a lockdown corner. He's a special player. Maybe he's not as special as Ramsey. You know, like, if one Ramsey walks in the room, you're like, is that a corner? You know, like, Ramsey's a lot bigger, more gifted that way. But, boy, Lattimore's explosive, agile, hip, you know, hip flex, you know, switch, flipping his hips and running guys. Unbelievable uh, body control, fluid. Uh, I think he's going to do more and more press stuff, more following Evans and maybe DJ Moore or Funches, certainly Julio. I think he's an absolute shutdown guy, and health is really the only thing that worries you a little bit with him. Again, Ramsey's a freak. I mean, Ramsey could be maybe the best free safety in the league. He could be a in-the-box player. He's a physical corner that gets by a little bit on unbelievable tools rather than technique, but so what? <laughs> you know, I mean, Patrick Peterson was like that early in his career. Uh, the great, great guys around him. Ramsey's a total superstar. Um, not much more to say there. I mean, he's like the prototype. Bosa is flat out awesome. (laughs) And what's crazy is the little bit of homework I'm doing for this upcoming draft, just trying to learn, you know, the top 50 names, those type of things. They say his brother's going to be even better. I I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've seen flashes of his brother. He's really impressive. I've studied him like Joey. But I'm telling you, Joey's one of the best edge defenders in this league, without doubt in my mind. And it's easy to look at him and say... You know, son, you know, dad played in the league. It's an athletic family. Been well coached, hustle guy, technique guy. All those things are absolutely true. But he's an A or A plus athlete too. He is a great bender. He's very explosive. He's powerful. He's low. He has body control to go along with all those hustle things. And you know, he's been well coached and maximizes his all his abilities. Well, all those things are true. But he's got a a buttload of ability too. Joey Bosa is one of already one of the best players in the league. So I don't know. That, that was today. Spread the word about the Locked On NFL podcast. Good and the whole network. Visit me at williamsonfootball.com. Take care. See you.